Thank you for tuning in to Remodeling Mastery by Mark Richardson. Brought to you by Surefire Social. For more advice, tips, and strategy on small business marketing, visit surefiresocial.com forward slash podcast. Hi, I'm Mark Richardson, and welcome back to Remodeling Mastery. Remodeling Mastery is about all about taking your business to the next level. We try to take different topics, different issues, different challenges, and really boil them down and present them in a very concise, simplified way so that you can actually start to think about and integrate some of these ideas and solutions. In the whole focus on being more of a fit and healthy business and positioning for growth, in the last episode, I talked about and broke apart what is a fit business, what is a healthy business. Because at the end of the day, just like an, a, a, a personal kind of athlete, you're not going to get out and run a marathon. You're not going to get out and doing a major sporting event if you're not fundamentally in shape. Today, however, I want to talk about the whole notion of defining growth. You know, oftentimes I'm talking to different remodeling organizations and different manufacturers and distributors, and what's interesting is we all talk about growth and the importance of growth and really tackling it in the right sort of way, but the reality is that how we define growth is really a very subjective question. You know, and I'm going to be talking about and sort of unpacking it. And I'm going to unpack it in such a way in a moment here so it helps you to think about. But most importantly, the question is how do you define growth and start to have that dialogue within your partnerships and your organizations of defining growth. So as I talked about on a very early podcast is one of the things I always have found very, very interesting is why are there so many different remodeling businesses out there? Why are there so, so many different models? And as I've, in the last few years, got a chance to really get, look behind the curtain of many of the top remodeling businesses around the country, what I found is there's a lot of different motivations, a lot of different motivations of the owner. And you have to ask, what is your motivation? Why are you in business? You know, you could obviously go do many different things, but you've chosen, chosen to be in business. And some of the motivations that I see, and I've talked about this on earlier podcasts that I encourage you, if it's interesting, go back and listen. One of the motivations is that you look at the business as an investment. You know, I have some friends out there that, quite frankly, it's not about top-line growth. It's more about just return on the investment. They're very pleased, even if the top-line sales go down, if they get an extra two or three points of net profit, that's just fine. It's not necessarily everyone's motivation. Another motivation is ego. You know, what's cool about being in the home remodeling business and the design business and, you know, there's an opportunity for pretty cool ego stuff. Ego stuff in terms of the media, ego stuff in terms of feeling pride and awards and those kind of things. And that might be what motivates you. It's really your ego and your fulfillment and your team's ego in the business more than necessarily just top-line growth. It might be also you're more of an entrepreneur and you want to do innovative and interesting things that really tap into your passions. And that's what really gets you excited and motivation about improving and growing a business. 
It also could be, quite frankly, that you have a job, a job that you can control. You know, many folks start a remodeling business because they've lost a job, because they've left something else. And they say, you know, what am I going to do next? Now I have a job. I have a job I can wake up, I can control. I have a place to go. It's not necessarily about your return on investment. It's about your comfort of being able to control your own environment and your own vocation because you have a job. It's not necessarily about your ego. You're just happy to have the consistency of a job. Another motivation is the business itself. Now, this was really what my motivation, I think, more than anything, is I truly believe that the business had a life of its own. It had people, it had processes, it had clients, it had a life of its own. And it was almost sort of like the patient, so to speak, was the business. And my focus was to really create and grow the healthiest patient that, that I could do. And that was really the most important motivator on my part. It wasn't about me. It was not necessarily about individuals. It was about the business having a life of its own. It could also be that, that you're more of an evangelist and you have a cause. The cause could be related to certainly the environment and global warming. The cause could be related to aging in place and making sure that, that your business is all about you know, making sure that people have an opportunity to stay in their home. You know, it could also be a cause in terms of, you know, helping people in shelters and those kind of things. So whatever, that could be, you know, what really fires you up and gets you going. And the last of the seven motivators that I've written about and talked about is it's a legacy. You know, what's interesting is that many, many businesses obviously are family-owned or partnership. And it's not necessarily about today. It's about the future. It's not necessarily about the profitability of today. It's about positioning it properly for the future. So your legacy, whether it's family members or non-family members, might be what really, really is where you're tapping most of all this in. Now, like I talked about in an earlier podcast, most business owners are a blend of these things. However, I definitely see, almost like an investment portfolio, a much higher percentage of one versus the other in different businesses. But I encourage you to take some inventory, have some dialogue, treat these seven almost like a discussion of your leadership team, put it out there and ask them what percentage of our motivation should be one versus the other. Or quite frankly, it's not a matter of should or shouldn't, it's what motivations really are we. So as you look at this, sort of how do I grow it? How do I think about growth and take it to the next level? You know, the fundamental question becomes, okay, what does the next level mean? Because it means different things. And if you don't know the motivations, it's hard to, quite frankly, define what the next level is. And with that next level, then that obviously becomes what your plan and what your goal is for the future. So the next level might mean, and I'm going to throw out some of the next level ideas for you, the next level might be timeline growth. It's all about how do we grow it? How do we grow the top line? Now, you might say, ah, why would someone care about that? Well, that sends a pretty good message to those people that want to come and be on your team. You know, top line growth is about growth. So it may not be all about profitability or all about another element, but it does send a very positive message to your team and to your clients and becomes a differentiator if, in fact, you can grow in a nice way in terms of top line growth. It also could be more of your market share. 
You know, think about this in terms of your market share. Now, most remodeling businesses have a relatively small percentage of the market share. But but what is powerful about market share is market share oftentimes what gets you through the tough times when we see it dip down. So focusing on gaining market share might be what the next level means for you. It also could be about your portfolio blend of the types of projects and types of services that you do. You might want to have a more balanced portfolio that gets you through some of the peaks and valleys of the tough economic times. So you might integrate some different products and services into your portfolio blend. The next level might mean your team, might mean growing your team, bringing on different levels of talent within your team. You know, as businesses grow from a million to five million to 10 million and so on and so on, the level of core competencies that you need and the acumen you need at different levels in business does change. So the next level might be interjecting some of these higher level thinkers, could be in marketing or could be in sales or could be in financial, that you need to take it to the next level. Another way the next level could be profitability. And profitability, quite frankly, is not necessarily about top-line growth. Profitability is about profitability. It could be looking at efficiencies, effectiveness, motivating more sales to happen, you know, figuring out getting the right clients and being more profitable. The next level also might be about the client experience. You know, if you really look at the client experience, is it really the raving fan, the outstanding client experience you want it to be? Well, you can quantify what that is and come up with better ways of doing it and certainly train. Another way to think about the next level is predictable and sustainable results. You know, remodeling businesses oftentimes are a little bit of a roller coaster. There are roller coasters, ups and downs, quarters, months that are better than the others. Well, the reality is the healthiest, best businesses out there are also the most predictable. They're the most sustainable. So that might mean what you're trying to accomplish. The next level also might be going outside and, 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 and engaging more strategic alliance relationships as a way to uh, either reduce your costs or increase your profitability as well. So the point of all these, I think, ideas and elements is, again, you got to know what your motivations are first and foremost, and I'm not here to judge what that is, but you need to know what it is, and your team needs to be aligned in what the motivations are of the business. Then you have to take those motivations and translate into where we are now and what that next level needs to be, and define the next level, then come up with the plan and the actions and all the tactics that are necessary to create that. Hopefully, I think this level of thinking is helpful to you, and I look forward to you talking to you soon. Take care. Remodeling Mastery by Mark Richardson was created to help business owners like you grow your business. Learn something new today? Let us know by tweeting at Surefire Social. For more podcasts, visit surefiresocial.com forward slash podcast.